Are you ready to say goodbye to fear, frustration, and overwhelm when it comes to growing and scaling your business? Well, you're in the right place, my friend. Welcome to Beyond Common Business Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Watsarino. As a five-time number one international best-selling author and speaker who has been coaching and mentoring business owners and their teams for over 20 years, I created this podcast to be the weekly support group that you needed to get through the toughest days in business. On this podcast, we dive deep into the systems, strategies, truths, and secrets of what it really takes to grow a Beyond Common business. We often dive into things that no one else is talking about, those things under the surface, that when they are in alignment for you or out of alignment, we don't want that. When we get them in alignment, everything in your business and life gets easier and more profitable. So buckle up and enjoy the ride, my friend, because business is not for the faint of heart. Let's go. I want to welcome you guys all back to Beyond Common Business Secrets. We have the most amazing, fabulous Rachel Peterson here with us today. Another thing I love about her is she's really funny about people spelling her name like right, which is me too. Because you know, my dad always said Tracy is spelled T-R-A-C-E-Y and Rachel. I love like that's the way I spell your name. Like But I love, love, love. So it's so funny when you put it out there, but I have to just share this story before we kick off our time with Rachel. She's amazing. And we are so blessed to have her here today on Beyond Common Business Secrets. And here's the thing. Rachel started off in the hairdressing industry like me, which Mm -hmm. is like another point of connection. And not that long ago, I didn't get social media at all. And I stumbled upon one of her posts. I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok, but I feel like your philosophy on social media is what made me finally get it. After years of going, I was like that commercial throwing all the papers off going, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) The stock video of the person in the office. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for being here. And I mean, I have a million questions for you, but like, I don't want to condense this into it, you know, like the golden nuggets. So if you can share with us, like, what is your philosophy on social media? Because you're the queen of this. Yes. Okay. So this is going to probably ruffle feathers. Um, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> this week, I'm fine with that. Um, it should be simple. I am a huge fan of simple. And I really, truly believe part of the reason that social doesn't click for most people is because the way it's taught, and this isn't a knock on the way it's taught. It's just what we've seen. It's what is taught to us. It's like, show off how smart you are. Show off all of your most advanced stuff. And the truth is like, that actually can be like a, a stopping point for most people when you hear the crazy advanced things or someone's teaching it and they're using all of the formal verbiage and the pedigreed, you know, like first we're gonna create an ICA. And yes, I love avatars, they're great, they're awesome. However, (laughs) that's not where you have to start. And so number one is keep it super simple. I'm a huge fan of that. In fact, the majority of my content is just filmed and created on this um, and just written by me writing it in notes on my computer. Um, And then the second one is like social media can and should be fun. And that's huge. Um, There are days where it's boring. 
And there are days where it's hard and I want to be clear on both of those. However, like you can create social in a way that's authentic and fun and brings you to life and maybe a little scary, but that's all okay. It's a part of the adventure. Oh, I love that. I love, love, love that because it is like you gave um, us all permission to just like put it out there. You don't have to have it figured out like the algorithm and all like, so I love that, that it is about keeping it simple. Absolutely. Because it used to feel like, oh, you had to have this 27 things figured out. And it was like walking into a room and just shouting. And I'm like, haven't we taught our kids to be respectful? (laughs) You're like supposed to give everyone like. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, oh, you know, I feel like you put it together and have been so authentic. Like you just posted something the other day about things being tough. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, I love you. Like, I want to hurt those trolls that are saying mean stuff (laughs) because you are so real. And that's why it does feel like people really know you. Well, thank you. Can I share one insight? I haven't shared this on any podcasts about when I share struggles because that can also feel like a tricky balance, right? Like when do you share it? How do you keep the client you just onboarded from knowing that you just had a huge breakdown the day you onboarded them? Okay. So you might be like, anyone who's listening to this, you might be like, how did she literally post that on a Sunday and is fine by a Wednesday? Um, I filmed that video a week, almost a week before I posted it. And that's intentional. Um, All the photos I shared on Instagram and Facebook of the breaking down and the low moments, those were taken over eight weeks. And I'm going to share why here. So we had a whirlwind eight weeks and I'll just keep this short, but like it was wild. So basically like the perfect storm hit where Everything had to happen for the book and we were going to Spain and France to train our client and then train our students and just everything all hit at once. And we looked at the calendar and we were all like, oh boy, <laughs> buckle up. And we got to create like a decompression week for after because this is per- this is abnormally intense and we're not all ready for this, to be honest. Um, and so during it, anytime I had to break down, I would only have like 20 minutes to get back into camera mode because the docu-series crew was here to film and it would be like, okay, so I would quick cry, quick wipe my eyes, cover girl concealer, and then get ready to film again. And there wasn't time to like share it, right? There wasn't time. And then I started getting these DMs and comments and messages, people who were saying, wow, Rachel, it sometimes is hard to watch your IG stories because your life is just so great. And people were saying things like everything's so glamorous. Like, how did you deal with it when everything was falling apart? And I'm sitting there like, as I'm reading this, I am crying in the bathroom. Like, no, 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 it's not all glamorous. But I was like, okay, I've got to document it so I can share it when it's not so raw. So I waited a few days to share it because each comment on a vulnerability post can be like vinegar or hydrogen peroxide to a wound. So it can make it worse or it can make it better. And so I was like, we're going to just delay it by a few days and intentionally wait to post it until I'm starting to do a little better. And then I took a few days off and it was really, really good. Um, But if you're going to share your vulnerabilities, you can document them in real time and share them or the lesson later so that your client doesn't know you had a breakdown the same day you onboarded them. And they're like, does this person not have their stuff together? So that was my philosophy there. 
I am so glad you opened it up that way because this has been true since transitioning to being like an author speaker for me. And then when I was a salon owner and I had a team counting on me and the client, I I would get nervous to share vulnerable things because I'm like, oh, like how many, how many of the 17 people I talked to today is going to think that they were the trigger. So I would not reveal that much of myself when that was my role because, and then, and then my social media was inauthentic, but I hadn't learned from you yet. So that was one of the things I love that, like of documenting when you feel raw because it helps people grow. Yeah. Right. The whole reason I'm sure the whole reason you wrote your book is because of those raw moments. I would say laying on the floor. That's why I wrote my books, right? Like laying on the floor, crying in the moment is like, okay, if I can get myself through this, then I want to help other people get through this. (laughs) Yes. And let people know they're not alone. Like even the most polished, biggest names out there, they have those lying on the floor, crying moments, right? They have those too. It's just a matter of whether or not they choose to share it with us. And see, I love that you encourage that Mm -hmm. so much. And another thing that people that I talk to on a daily basis seem to really be struggling with is that whole niching thing. And you have the most amazing philosophy on this. I'm not, I, I, I pre-ordered the book, but I don't have it in my hand yet. Obviously it doesn't come out <laughs> till September. However, I was wondering like, how did, like, do you share a bit about that in the book? And can you share us a little golden nugget today? Yes, I can. So one thing with the book, and this is really interesting, you know this, um, everyone wanted me to write a lot about social media. And I sat there and thought about all of the timeless books I've read. And even like, okay, so some books, my books aren't in color order, so I can't find anything right now. And it's stressing me out. What was that? I was like, that's so funny. Usually they are. And I didn't notice them. Yes. Sure you said that um, <laughs> I have to make this a pretty big priority this month because I can't find anything when I'm looking for it. And I remember books by their color and spine and then their cover. So um, like the greatest books, the books that should be timeless, they're legendary pieces from copywriters. They talk so much about direct mail that People who try to read it today struggle to translate it. So we actually went lighter on the social side and instead talked about evergreen, timeless strategies for marketing your business. And then there's going to be, I don't want to reveal too much, but there's going to be an amazing bonus for anyone who buys uh, buys pre-orders, devours um, my book Unfiltered because I was like, I want to share specifics, but I don't want to put them into the book so that a few years down the road, people are like, well, this is unreadable. Uh, I can't translate this to what I'm doing today. But I do want to dive into to niche. I say niching because I'm from Minnesota. So I love that about you too. So niching. say your word. <laughs> yes. So in case anyone's like, wait, what is she talking about? Niching. Um, niching down, you do not have to niche down. And I want to be super clear on this. You can niche down anytime you want, anytime it feels safe, but you do not have to. And I'm a huge fan of recognizing that like we are all multifaceted people. And as much as someone can share just like, okay, if I were an Instagram specialist, that was where my focus was, I could share Instagram hashtags, Instagram captions, Instagram, 
But at one, at some point, people are like, this is great, but this is so transactional. I don't know who this person is. I don't understand any context. Like, who are they in their day-to-day life? What are their struggles? Like, what do they think is funny, et cetera? And so you can have a niche, but I actually prefer to specialize. Um, but you don't have to be limited to it. That limit is pretend. And the truth is, my my mom's stomach sometimes doesn't have much to do with business. Sometimes it does. However, sharing that, even though it's not directly related to business, has actually brought more viewers because people say, oh, I've never seen a stomach like mine before. And then they're like, okay, now I'll listen to her ideas for TikTok hashtags. Yeah. See, you are brave. You are a brave, brave woman. Thank you. To, sh- to, to share that and put that out there. I think that it makes us fall in love with you those of us that wouldn't put it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I don't know. I see, but then you make me think I, I kind of in some way wish I shared a little more because after my second child, I had what they call the umbilical hernia. And no matter how much weight I lost, I look like I had a foot. Well, I didn't like the foot. So Mm I, had it removed. Yeah. Understand. <laughs> but I didn't take no. pictures. So you seeing you go through this process, I'm like, yeah, I just didn't even think about it that way. Yes. And so you make me feel brave watching you go through oh, it. Thank you. An important note in case anyone is new to like hearing me speak, I am not anti-plastic surgery. I am pro doing what makes you feel your best without a doubt. And as much as I say, like, I don't have a plan right now to get any kind of plastic surgery. I also recognize there's no such thing as always and never. And I haven't navigated the challenges of 50 or 60 or 70 yet. So the plan is to not get any, but I'm not anti-plastic surgery. It just, I kind of like my stomach. It's really grown on me. So we're like, this is here to stay. <laughs> well, it, it really speaks to the process that you've taken to really do the work of loving yourself. Right. And that is the thing I think that is so relatable because we all want to, you know, put our best foot forward and share our best selves. Right. And it's just like, you've done the work and just taking us on this journey. It's, we're just really proud of you. It's exciting. Thank you. <laughs> and being unfiltered, like it, that's a, even the process of writing a book too. Like it can be like, Oh, well, what if it changes tomorrow? Like, well, yes. don't not write it for that reason, you know? Yes. So I think that's another whole thing, right. Of like yeah. the process of writing a book. Like, what was that like for you? Oh my gosh. Okay. You're going to totally get this. <laughs> It is wildly vulnerable and intimidating and so difficult. Um, It blew my mind. (laughs) Like every night I was writing just 500 words, 500 words, 500 words. And every night I'd like box my friend Annie Grace and be like, every 500 words kind of sucks. Is that normal? She's like, yep. (laughs) Welcome to the world of authors. All authors get this. And I'm did you experience that too? Oh, that shock yeah. of like, this isn't good enough, <laughs> you know? Yeah. This really sucks. What am I thinking? Yes. Often throughout <laughs> the process. And so I'm glad we're talking about this because I wish I had known that going in, how often I'd be like, this is not beautiful or epic or moving yet. It's got the raw emotion or the social posts or whatever. Um, 
But what you start with isn't what you end with. And that's really good to keep in mind in business, but especially when writing a book. Um, And I was so grateful that like, okay, so I had two publishing houses interested and I'm going to share who they are because maybe someday they'll be like, oh, we'll see. Right. Um, So Harper Collins actually reached out first and they wanted to see the manuscript first. And as soon as I sent it over, they said, actually, we're going to have to pass. Thank you. And I was like, oh, that was really fast. (gasps) Shoot. Um, So they didn't see like the room for potential and growth and that's okay. Um, But Hey House instantly captured the vision and they were like, or they saw it and they were like, we want to work with this. Now, what we started with and what we ended with, (laughs) those are two very different books. (laughs) I write more for social and I was really grateful in the process because they said, they said it so kindly and they were so nice and they wanted to make sure they didn't hurt my feelings and they were wonderful. But they said, you really write in a way that captures social media attention. This is a little different than how a book is written. And I was like, that's fair. That's fair. And they offered to bring in a collaborative writer to rework it to be a readable book. And I'm so glad that they did. Um, So that was a wild process. And I was so grateful that Hay House got the idea and they were willing to risk potentially offending me. And then I didn't have ego and I was like, let's bring in a collaborative writer. She's going to be smarter than me. She's going to, she went to Harvard for goodness sakes. Let's do this. Yes, we need her. Yeah. Yeah. I got got goosebumps, tingles for you. Like no matter, like that, that was the way it was supposed to be. Hey house was supposed to be your people. Yes, absolutely. I I love like all publishers because I love books so much, but Hey house was the dream for the all along. I just secretly. That was the dream, you know? Yeah. So it's like that manifested for you. I love that. So Rachel, the, the last most important thing I would love for you to teach our listeners is somebody that's just starting out that like is listening to podcasts. They're kind of dabbling their feet, but they're like, so law someone just starting out with that sort of business presence. What would you recommend right now in this present market? Ooh, this is big. Uh, Take action on what you've been learning. The thing that you've been waiting to do because you're like, I'm waiting till it's perfect. I'm waiting until it's right. I'm waiting till I have the right studio or the right camera. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Just do it here now today and then do it again tomorrow and then do it the day after. Like, especially if it's something short and simple, like a TikTok or something, you know what I mean? Not if it's like an entire course, you don't have to record a course every day. But the truth is like done is so much better than perfect. And I think the majority of the stuff I put out there is a pretty good example of that. I haven't refined or overly polished everything. And you know what? It's fine because the people who need what you have to offer, the people who need to hear your voice are ready and you can deliver that to them completely unfiltered, completely unpolished, and just go for it today because they're ready. Oh, I love that. Mm. I love, love, love that. What do you think has been your sort of the defining moment for you with the shift of getting, you know, getting noticed? Yeah. You know, what's so wild, and I'm going to go on a little tangent here, and I hope that that's okay because this is wild. Um, Okay, so three, maybe four years ago, I have to double check the timeline, but three or four years ago, 
it was 2019. Um, oh, this is so wild to me. So I was in like a really dark place, but it wasn't just like a little depressive, like, okay, a week where I got to take it easy on myself and kind of dig back out a little. This was one where I was like, I don't know, up from down, left from right. And I tell the backstory of what triggered it in, in unfiltered. And it was wild because I had never been in a place where I was like, I can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. I can't figure out the next steps. I don't, I can't find solutions. I can barely read because my mind is so heavy and foggy. And I had a coach come in. It was exactly the coach I needed in that season. And he looked at me and he said, you need to do something and I'm going to give you the something. And he said, I want you to do an experiment, 60 days to a million followers. And I want you to document everything you do in the process and invite people to come watch. And I was like, this seems really dumb, but I was in that negative space. I'm like, this is dumb, but I'll do it. Okay. And the 60 days started everything changing because I was active on social media every day on every platform for 60 days, which by the way, you don't have to do. That's a lot. But for me, that was the equivalent of like CrossFit or high intensity, you know, high intensity interval. Not even training. intense workout, business yeah. workout. <laughs> this was a huge <laughs> workout. And um, so I documented the whole process. And while I didn't hit a million followers in 60 days, we grew by like two or 300,000. And I sat back and that was actually the catalyst for massive growth on YouTube and TikTok and every single platform. And I was blown away, Tracy, like that got me some action steps, even though if it, even if it was a wax on wax off where I was like, why am I washing a car right now? But it really and truly was teaching me a lesson through it. And it helped me to dig out of that dark place. And that was when I learned, oh, my goodness, consistency, even if it's just mediocre, it pays off. And that was where it was proven to me. I love that. I love that so much. So I know you're super busy. I could talk to you all day. So I just want to keep you here. You have any, like, because this is beyond common business secrets. I always ask like, what's one secret about business that, you know, people need to know. Ooh, this is a secret. That's not a, it's not super secret, but it's been one of my secret powers. Okay. <sighs> So most people by nature walk around and they're like, what can this person do for me? How can this benefit my offer? This is how we're like wired, right? It's survival. It's like, you know, you're looking. For, yeah, exactly. Go into relationships and calls, not expecting to get anything from it and start to build up a network of people where, you know, your side of the balance is full. That means, and I've done this for years and it's made a huge difference. And, you know, temporarily for a little bit, I'm going to pull back because my fam fam needs me on a new level. But for years I've done this and I'll do it again soon. Just like pour into people, give them extra, give them more things they're not expecting, um, but only if they're willing to hear it and they want it uh, because you'll be amazed by when you have an actual need, like, Hey, would you be willing to support with promoting my book? How many people will be like, absolutely, you have served and helped me so much. And you don't do it with that in mind, but you can keep that in the back of your mind down the road 
this will come back to me. But if you delay your ask a little bit and start building relationships by giving, oh my gosh, your whole world absolutely expands. It's incredible. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. That's just like a secret for life. Love oh it. Oh my gosh. Huge secret. Yeah. Because if we just show up to serve, just everything is better. It just feels better. Absolutely. That being said, you can't do it all the time for all of your life, a hundred percent. And like, for example, we're going to go into a little bit of a selfish season for a couple months and that's fine. Cause we've got a ton of kid activities, but when you can serve, 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 and the world just opens up, it's beautiful. So Rachel, I love that. How can people get your book, find you? I know you're everywhere, but where do you, where do you want us to see, find you? <laughs> Beautiful. The easiest place to find me is just my website because it links to everything else. It's rachelpeterson.com, all E's and a D in my last name. And my book is available for pre-order on Amazon and Barnes and Noble online. I will put all of that in the show notes for this episode as well. Rachel, thank you so much. I'm so excited. We're going to get you to be that number one bestseller girl. I can't wait. I'm not going to even look. Just kidding. (laughs) I'll look every day, right? Every like All these deposits of taking care of people. We're going to make sure you get there, girl. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been incredible. Oh, thank you. Congratulations on making the smart decision to tune in to Beyond Common Business Secrets podcast. We are dedicated to empowering female business owners just like you to thrive and achieve Beyond Common results. We've provided valuable insights, practical strategies, and inspiring stories to help you grow and scale your business to new heights. Now it's time for you to take inspired action. Don't just passively listen, implement what you've learned and unleash your full potential. Whether it's optimizing your marketing, honing your leadership skills, expanding your network, or reaching out to join one of our strategic business growth programs. Join our thriving community of ambitious, supportive women entrepreneurs by visiting and joining our Beyond Common Business Secrets Facebook group to gain access to exclusive resources, connect with like-minded individuals, and unlock endless opportunities for your growth. Or feel free to go to our website, tracywattserino.com. Remember, beyond common growth is within your reach. Together, we move into truly thriving. Keep striving, keep growing, and keep conquering. Stay beyond amazing, and I'll see you on the next one.